Do you want to give your children the childhood you didn't have? When I was healing my father wound, I didn't want my hurt to hinder my relationship with my husband and my children. The number one thing I realized in working with high achieving moms as a trauma therapist is that childhood wounds turn moms into workaholics, worriers, and worth seekers who think that their control is the gateway to change in their family. And I'm on a mission to change that. In fact, I want to make high achieving Christian moms go from perfectionists to peaceful powerhouses and heal your wounds so that your children don't have to grow your emotional maturity so the anxiety from being perfect doesn't lead to controlling your kids and criticizing your husband and learning how to set burnout proof boundaries at home with your extended family and within your career or business without the guilt. And listen, I know what it feels like to be sick and tired of repeating the same cycles of shame and anxiety and burnout and desperately praying to God for peace, but not truly understanding why you had to go back to your childhood to heal in order to get there. And I also know how confronting the hurt from my dad was not dishonoring him, but it was a means of healing my relationship with God. Not only that, but learning how to disarm my triggers before feeling the mom rage towards my kids or criticizing my husband was a means for me to eliminate shame from having a bad daughter creep into. Through healing, I know that I'm a better wife and mother when I'm a healed wife and mother. So I full body understand the struggle of not healing and being stuck in those perfectionism cycles. And I also full body advocate for the sanity of healing to get out of those cycles. Whether you are stuck in the cycle of perfectionism or wanting change, but not really knowing how to make it stick, I want to teach you how to end perfectionism by healing your childhood wounds. In my new free life class, The Roadmap to Healing the Root of Your Perfectionism and Ending the Cycle of Passing Down Childhood Wounds, I am going to walk you through how to discover the childhood wound that fuels your perfectionism, why the enemy uses perfectionism to keep you stuck, how to identify your perfectionism blind spots in passing down childhood wounds to your children, and how to learn the skills to break out of the vicious perfectionism cycle. You're gonna wanna register and join me live, okay? Not only can you ask me your questions directly and get feedback, but if you apply and schedule your call for my new program, Mom Unwounded, within the first 48 hours after the live class and you decide to join, you'll get to join me for a live burnout bootcamp workshop. Many high achieving moms struggle with burnout because you try to heal through doing. So during this workshop, I'm gonna teach you how to maintain your ambition without sacrificing your sanity in the process. Click the link in the show notes or go to momfullyyou.com backslash roadmap to join us in the live class happening September 20th. I cannot wait to see you there. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, a trauma therapist, a fellow high-achieving mama, and after years of my clinical experience helping hundreds of people recover from unhealthy family cycles, I'm here to help moms transform what it means to be an emotionally healthy mom in your family. I believe the generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, I'm going to walk you through how to do it all while honoring God in the process. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in.
When you're used to doing everything on your own, being the strong one in your friend group, the one who knows how to get to it and get to it with excellence, asking for help can quite literally feel painful. Ouch. It hurts for people to see me in this stage where I am not wearing the cape and I do not have all the answers and I am just in this place of what feels like I'm on my knees begging, please come and help me. The drama, the drama, but that's how it feels, right? I have conversations day in and day out with clients who tell me, yeah, I know I'm supposed to ask for help. I know I'm supposed to have support. I know, you know, that this is right and good and fine and dandy, but it just feels like I can't. They give me the deer in a headlights look like, coach, we've gone over the words 29 times. Okay. It's not the words. It's not the words. What is it? Right. It is this dependence that you have developed over time on yourself about your ability and your ability alone in getting things done in your life for feeling responsible for the ins and outs of your being. I am such a believer that self-care is not only necessary, but it is so supportive in all the areas of life, not just self-care, right? So it's like soul care. Think of it as soul care. Soul care is a connection to your faith and spirituality. It's connected to your body, your mind, your brain, but it's also connected to community and people who can support you that may not be your peers or your family, or your job, right? There are lots of different avenues that we can take care of ourselves. And sometimes it's not ourself at all. It's others. It's being surrounded and allowing people to surround us and say, I love you. I care for you. I remember I was, I was having a conversation with a client before and she was telling me, you know, how difficult it is for her to ask for help or, or even um, ask very simple things of her friends, like come over, I need somebody to talk to. And what she explained essentially was she felt like she was a burden. Do you feel like that? Like any small little ask of someone else, you're burdening, you're burdening them, right? That you're getting on their nerves, that you're asking too much, that whatever request it is that you have of them is over the top and they're probably not going to be able to do it. And so you might as well not burden them at all. Being a burden um, can result from not feeling celebrated in your home, only tolerated in your home, where you felt like when you went into the room to ask your mom, dad, or both about doing something that you wanted to do or asking for help or, you know, wanting to go spend time with your friends or wanting to, you know, watch a little bit more TV or do this particular project or go to this whatever. And they treated you in many different ways as if you were a bother. Why are you in here? What? There was not a lot of respect around you, the person and your feelings, almost like you are to be seen and not heard, right? When those types of things happen and you come from that background, it instills in you that you are a bother. You are a burden, right? You are only tolerated. You're not um, truly welcome or you don't truly belong and truly connected with other people. You're only tolerated. I'm, I'm only hanging out with you because you're my child. I only like you because you're my sister. 
right? I only like you because we go to church together and we sing in the choir. <laughs> um, I'm laughing, but that could very much be your story, right? Feeling like a burden, that pain even that comes from that. So what happens? You don't ask for help. I'll do it myself. But here's what I want to talk to you about. Um, and that is why you need support when it comes to healing your childhood. Um, you, we all have blind spots. We all have um, these kind of the blinders. You know, they put the blinders on the horses when they are training them or they're doing the uh, Kentucky Derby. I don't know. Are all of the races called Kentucky Derbies? I have no clue. But whenever they're training the horses and they want them to go in a specific direction, they put these blinders on them so that they, you know, don't see the the chaos that's happening around them. They have this one focus, right? A lot of times we are so focused. We have this one focus of this is how things should be. This is how I am going to make things different from my family. But if you have these blinders on, you don't actually see that there's a bigger picture. There's a different way. There's a healthier way even. And that your way might be the way because you know it to be your way and not the way that is actually healthy, right? You have blind spots on and until you have someone that's in close proximity, having their eyes on your life and having their eyes on your blind spots, you'll just be out here thinking it's normal. I talked earlier in um, a podcast about rebuilding your identity, about how, you know, you'll be functioning out of a belief system and merging that with your identity because that is what you know. And so you repeat these thoughts, which repeat these behaviors, which repeat these habits, which repeat your identity. Right. And so I am who I am. I'm anxious because I'm anxious. I'm angry because I'm angry. I'm whatever, because I'm whatever, not knowing that that is a blind spot of yours. And there's actually way more to be explored about you and how you can heal and how you can break cycles and how you can show up, um, as a mom, a healthy um, an emotionally healthy mom in your family without you having to struggle in the process, without you having to perfect parenthood with all of this fear that one wrong move and you're going to traumatize your child forever, right? You have blind spots and having someone else that comes in to say, oh, what's that? I see something over there. Can you tell me what this? Oh, that's nothing. Don't, don't bother. No, no, no. I want to bother. Let, let's look at what that is, right? That's one of my favorite things to do is to <laughs> talk to my clients and, and just sit back and hear them make statements about what feels normal to them, what their everyday life looks like. And I'm starting to put pieces together and I'm like, okay, so let's talk about that. You know, in the most gentle, kind, but firm way, you're going you're gonna to get this blind spot exposed. And I think that's healthy. I think we all need someone in our corner that is able to do that with love and kindness, right? That has our best interests at heart and knows their stuff when it comes to removing those blinders, right? The second part of why you need support with healing is so you don't feel alone. There's, although there is more information out there now about um, trauma and, and childhood wounds, um, and so we hear people talk about this is a trauma response and, you know, all of these different facets of what trauma is and what that can look like for you, you have the information, but it doesn't mean that you have actually connected your experience and normalized it or made it common with other people's experience. You still feel like, oh, but I'm different. 
right? They didn't bring up this one specific part of your story. So you like, see, they don't understand, right? But what if your mom wasn't the one? Or what if your dad wasn't the one? What, what if it was actually a, this person? What if it, and you talk yourself out of, try to intellectualize yourself out of your pain, when you feel alone, when you feel like you're going to be misunderstood, when you feel like um, a piece of you, right, is overreacting, and this probably doesn't come from you, it probably is a message that comes from your mom, dad, or both, that's like, girl, get over it. It was a long time ago. Stop bringing it up. You're overreacting. doesn't mean, you know, da-da-da-da, right? So you kind of put yourself in this, put yourself on this island, and that isolation is actually a huge roadblock when it comes roadblock when it comes to healing. When you feel alone, you feel like there is no hope. No one can help you. If you're stuck on an island, like imagine this, right? You go on a vacation, think you're about to go to the beach. Da 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 da. You get on the boat, you're just driving out there, your boat quits. Okay, you have to swim to the nearest spot and it happens to be an island. There's nobody with you because you thought you were going to be fancy and get on the boat by yourself. So now you're on this island by yourself. No one can hear you. No one can see you. No one can sniff you out. There's dangers in the forest, but you are the only one who can fight against them. Think about how hopeless that feels. How hopeless it seems, right? That you're all alone on this island, completely feeling not seen, not heard, misunderstood, alone, physically, emotionally, spiritually, all the things. When you convince yourself that you're the only one, you convince yourself that you are not capable of receiving help. And that's not true. Having someone who has personal experience and professional experience to walk you through, hey, this is actually something that I see all the time. Right. Um, I'm not a researcher. I actually. Yeah, I'm not a researcher. Um, I've had to do projects when I was in school. And for the most part, I enjoyed them, but I'm not a super. I believe in research and I use evidence based practices all the time. It's just embedded in the way that I was trained. Right. But I'm not a super intellectual person. Maybe you you're like the chastity. We listen to your podcast. <laughs> we listen to you giggle um, all the time in this mic. So maybe you understand that I'm not a super. And this is the fabrication of the something. And when you align them, da, 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 that's not me. That's not me. Right. But what I do have, the research and the statistics that I do have and I do know is working in the trenches with hundreds, hundreds, probably thousands at this point of clients who come in with trauma at various ages. I've worked with a two year old. I've worked with a four year old who has sat with me in session and said, can we talk about something else? I need some peace and quiet. Okay, a four year old. y'all. I've worked with a 71 year old. And breaking, trying to break down and chisel um, her life experiences. You imagine like going 40, 50 years from now and still having some of those wounds be expressed in your everyday life. How difficult it has to be. I've walked somebody through that journey at that age and stage. Different um, intensity levels of trauma, right? I've heard the worst stories. There is nothing that shocks me at this point. 
I used to work in foster care. I used to work with victims of domestic violence who were in those situations, who were fleeing those situations. I've heard it all. Okay. So that professional experience of, of walking folks through the trenches, but also having my own personal experience. I don't just hear you. I get you. I know it's tough. I know it's not a walk in the park. I know how you feel misunderstood. I know how hard um, holidays feel, how anxious your body feels as it starts to get chillier outside. I know. I know. Right. So you are not alone in partnering with someone for support to help you and affirm you in that, not just from a personal standpoint, because sometimes we can link up with friends who have similar experiences. And although that it's helpful and you need that a part of your soul care, it's like, well, what next girl? <laughs> okay. We both in the same scenario. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? Right. And then lastly, I'll say that your healing and the way you, that you navigate your healing happens faster when you reach out for support and say, you know what, I have reached the end of me. I've, I've reached the end of me and I just need a little support. I can use a little help here because I don't want my life to continue to go down this pathway. I don't want it to interfere with my marriage or with the way that I parent because I don't want them to pay a price for my problems. <laughs> right. It helps you get there faster. Your blind spots are off. Now you don't feel as alone. You feel connected in a way that's actually going to help you move forward. You're starting to gain insights quicker because it's not just a whole bunch of opinions. It's evidence-based things, evidence-based practices, right? That are helping you along your journey. It's not overnight. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you don't get a one, two, three step and you're out of there. Okay. This is not a 15 minute appointment with your doctor. Okay. Hey, how you doing? Any problems? Okay. I'll see you next year. No, 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 no. <laughs> Faster just could mean, um, as you are looking at your life over the course that you have the support, you can notice the change within yourself. Your husband might be like, girl, listen, whatever you do, don't stop talking to this person. Because I have seen a difference and a change in you, <laughs> right? Other people around you are noticing this identity shift within you. You're noticing it faster. What you thought would take a lifetime, what you thought probably would never happen, it happens. And then now you have this evidence. I thought I would never feel this way. I thought I would never be able to set a boundary without um, guilt. Or never not wake up and automatically be agitated or angry or over it before seven o'clock. I thought I'd never be in this position. But look at you in this position. This type of support, this healing support, the support um, in a safe space, right? I think one of the things that I love about my um, career as a therapist is how um, how much I have been trained and conditioned to be ethical, to provide a safety net for my clients to sit across from me. If there's no judgment, you can tell me anything and my face will be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no judgment. There is no um, breach of your confidentiality, the things that you share that maybe you haven't shared with anybody. Right. Um, and, and then not only just the sharing, but moving forward, 
I've heard, you know, the difference between coaching and therapy. Therapy, you can take as long as you need to do a lot of that heavy lifting of processing. Okay, tell me about specific events, right? Tell me about specific things were said. While coaching is like, okay, we're going to look at and recognize that the wounds are there, but we got a plan to get you out of this hole. We, we've got a treatment plan to get you out of this hole and get you moving towards your goal of redefining an emotionally healthy mom and your family. And that's, that's what we're working towards, right? There is a place for therapy, absolutely. There's a place for you to process and do, you know, EMDR to where that is the main focus of you going back to those memories, accessing them and tearing those things down by, by looking at the details and going in the ins and outs. There's room for that. There's a time for that. But there's also a time to say, okay, those things happen. Now what? <laughs> now what do I do? Now how do I not let it interfere the present and the future of me? Because I'm shifting up my identity, right? So being able to support you in that way from both a personal and professional level, having my um, clinical skills as a part of the picture, but showing up as a coach to say, all right, this is the game plan. You're going to go down to the left, hook that right, then go up for a three-pointer. I don't know. Is that basketball, football? Anyway, y'all, okay? The support to help you take off the blind spots, help you not feel as alone, help you get to your destination faster is what I would love to support you through and be honored to support you through. So if you want to do that, join together and allow me <laughs> to support you in your healing journey from your childhood wounds. Go to momfullyyou.com backslash coaching. Again, that is momfullyyou.com backslash coaching. You'll be able to click a button um, that will send you to a um, scheduler. You'll schedule a call with me. We'll hop on the call. We'll discuss how I can support you. And then you're able to get started. And then you'll get to taking off those blind spots, not feeling alone and getting help faster, getting to your destination faster. All right. Today was fun. Thank you again for stopping by to chat with me today. Um, I cannot wait for us to be able to do it again. But until then, take care. <laughs>